Welcome to the Aurora Cornerstone Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We hope today's message is an encouragement to you. And when people dance in South Africa, it's, uh, it's something else. Um, I, I remember actually one time when we went to a, a township and, and we went into a tin shack. It was very hot um, and, and it was extremely hot. And, and we were dressed, so we said, well, you know, we want to, to be dressed so that we don't disrespect the people. So we, we dressed up. Boy, we were sweating. And I remember there were small little holes poked onto, onto those uh, iron sheets, and I kept on, like, wanting to get air. And when they were dancing, the dust was coming up. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, am I going to survive in here? But the word, after that, the singing and the dancing, it was them from morning to late afternoon church. <laughs> it was beautiful. But we were tired by then. But again, it was amazing. I, I invite you to come to South Africa. Sorry, am I, am I supposed to be moving? Because everywhere I'm traveling, they say stay in one area, right? So, so that I can get, so I see there's a camera here, so I need to stay here. All right, all right, I will try. I will try. Um, but uh, greetings from, from the warm South Africa. It's, it's amazing that we, we, we traveled miles and miles to be here, but we are connected. We are a team. You know, what you are doing, don't take that for granted. Because together, we are making a difference. Together, lives are being transformed. So it's not Felix and Cecilia. It's us as a team. We are better together. And I see people coming to Christ. See, when you see people going into the water, being baptized in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, isn't that great? This is why we live our lives, right? We, we are here. The purpose is to live our lives for Christ. That many can actually experience Jesus. And when they experience him, they want to know him. And then we baptize them. They accept him. We want to see many people coming to Christ. And the very good thing about Canada, oh, amazing, I love Canada. It's a beautiful country. Isn't it a beautiful country? It is a beautiful country. Come on. How many Canadians are in this house? Come on. We celebrated Canada. Oh, that's amazing. And I see flags everywhere. Canada. Oh, Canada. And we sang uh, the national anthem. That, that national anthem is amazing. Amazing. I said, wow. This is honor to God. And we pray that we, we live that in this country, that we give honor to God. And I, I, lo I love it because we are together as Canada. We are celebrating Canada Day, and uh, it's fun. I, I was so fireworks yesterday, uh, and, and my daughter was just jumping up and down, and she, she couldn't just, she was just like, wow, look at that. And I was in the moment, I felt like a small little child. I was looking at these lights popping everywhere, and I was like, 
whoa, whoa, and we're making noise. I think we're the only two who are making noise. Yeah. Everyone was just watching, saying, who are those people? But we enjoyed anyways. We, we, we loved it and we enjoyed it. It was amazing. As I was actually driving uh, the other day, I think it was in June. Are we still in June? Oh, boy. <laughs> We're in July. Oh, this is good. We're traveling in June, and I saw flags, a different kind of flag. And it was a rainbow flag. And that's a topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And I come from a rainbow nation. South Africa is a rainbow nation. We call ourselves the rainbow nation and our colors actually, they are so beautiful. And because of that name, it's because of different cultures represented within South Africa. But my daughter looks at these flags and, oh, what is that? That's a rainbow. Oh, Noah. Say, yeah, that's awesome. But then we had to teach her something also that people believe in. And I said to her, the devil is a liar. <laughs> Most of the times we spend our time talking about the rainbow flag. And that time, that precious time is gone. And we are diverted and redirected to talking about something else other than doing what God wants us to do. You see, where I'm coming from, you see those people being baptized? <laughs> they were baptized because we used a tool. The tool was to give out food. We gave food, and I remember driving down, and the haulage truck is following us behind, and we are driving. Then I turned. As I turned, I indicated that I'm turning, and the haulage truck just passed me. It almost missed us. And by our turn off to the church, there is a shrine, a Hindu shrine. And if that haulage truck hit us, we're going to go straight into the shrine. And we turned, and then I came out. I said to the guy, but didn't you see me turn? He says, I saw everything, but my steering couldn't turn. It locked. I said, what? I said, and my brakes, and you could smell all the brakes. I said, what's happening? He says, I don't know. This vehicle functions well, but I don't know what's happening. The moment we realized what was happening, we said, guys, let's pray. We started praying and praying. But for, for quite some time we were talking about, oh, maybe it's the, it's the brakes, or maybe it's this, or maybe, let, let's look, let's try and open the hood. <laughs> but when we realized that that was not it, we said, let's pray, guys. We started praying. And the vehicle started moving gradually. Once it reached the driveway of the church, everything started functioning beautifully. Oh, the devil is a liar. And soon after that, three people from the same family gave their lives to Christ. Three. That's a win. 
Heaven is celebrating. We are celebrating and saying hallelujah. This is why we are here. You are here for a purpose. And the devil tries to tell you that you have no purpose. You are here for a reason. The devil always tries to lie to you. It's the same old trick. Lie to you. And tell you that you cannot do anything. I'm here today to encourage you that whatever they plan, whatever the enemy plans, will not succeed. Because we are children of God. Children of the Most High. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Oh, sorry. You see now, that tongue came in. <laughs> Bazalwan means friends. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you hear me say Bazalwani, just know that I'm saying friends. So, uh, it's a language, uh, uh, one of the 15, 16 languages that is spoken in South Africa. Uh, and we are trying to learn some of the languages, but you have to stick to one. But when you stick to one, you go to another place and then there's another language. So you have to learn that other language. So, but anyways, God is good. And all the time. You see, in Psalms 139.14, it says that God made all the delicate inner parts of us. <laughs> Let me not rush. Let me go back a little bit. I want to tell you a story before I go into this. You see, I, I love driving. How many of us love driving? Oh, wow. All right. I think it's probably just a few of us, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so not a lot of us drive. Um, <laughs> maybe you drive. Maybe you don't like driving. But I, I love driving. I can drive for hours and hours and hours. Um, when my wife drives, mm, I'm hearing some laughs there. It's going to be positive. Don't worry. When my wife drives, I drive on the passenger seat. I sit there and I direct every move. Turn, left turn, okay, stop, the light is, is red. Okay, 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 go, go, go. Watch, there's a guy on the side there. Watch, 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 watch. Give him space, slow down, slow down. I wonder what's going in your head. I love it. And sometimes I, I have to close my mouth and oh, intruding, and let me keep quiet. Oh, and I can't just keep my mouth shut. Stop, 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 stop. Did you see that? She's so gentle. She just looks at me. We love to drive. But I want to encourage you. Just, just leave God to do the driving. You know, when things don't go our way, we try and put things together so that they can function well. Hey. When they are not going our own way, we are like, ah, let me try and find something so that we are comfortable in our own planning. We love our plans, eh? 
plan this, this, this. It's going to work out this way. <laughs> I, I recall plenty of times we have planned things and sat down and God just took them the other way. And we're like, wow, we wouldn't have planned this this way. That's how amazing God is. I'm not saying do not plan. Plan. But commit your plans to God. Most of the times we're disappointed because we wanted it this way. But God is saying, no, I want you to do it this way. But because we are drivers of our own lives, we are wanting to be in control of everything. We just say, ah, no, I, I want it this way. I remember... Uh, one time I lost all my notes, everything gone, and I'm trying to plan, I'm trying to write. I'm like, oh, how am I going to do this? I'm going to present this. And then God kept on saying with a sweet voice, just trust me. Trust me. I said, ah, and I said, no, 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 no. That's God the behind. Started planning again, and it kept on coming. Trust me. There is something I want to speak to my children. Trust me. Said, but, but I planned this. There was a hook and there was this story and there was this application and there was this introduction. I wanted to put it and then people be like, hallelujah. But God was like, mm-mm. I remember going up and trying to open things and everything went blank. And he says, close your book. <laughs> I said, but how am I going to do it? Then I, once I closed the book, everything was smooth. <laughs> he did what he wanted to do. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead. Allow the Holy Spirit to direct. Allow the Holy Spirit to move. We like to be in control, but let God drive. Let him be in control. Why am I saying this? We have plans. We put plans. We say, hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want us to do this. We want to see people come to Christ in our own way. But God says, no, 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 this is how I want it to move. It's always good when he does it. Our, our plan is like, eh. But his is like, wow. God, really? This? Amazing. We want to feel at peace. Because we are in control. We, 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 don't, we don't trust anyone else can handle things. So we think we can handle it. We, we just want to, to be in charge. But today I'm, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Everything that we do in South Africa, it's not Felix and Cecilia. It's the Holy Spirit. We need to realize that the Holy Spirit is at work and the Holy Spirit wants to use us. And but sometimes, as I've said, the devil is a liar. I don't know what you're going through today. Or what you have been going through, that he has been coming and whispering lies to you that you cannot do anything. Because he wants to cripple you. 
He wants to contain you so that you don't do what God wants you to do. You know, when I look at myself, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Huh? Psalms, Psalms, Psalms 139.14 says, in the, in the innermost parts of my body, he knitted me uh, together in my mother's womb. He, he, he wonderfully made me. He knew me. Before I was, he already knew that there is going to be a Felix. Before I was substance, he already knew. Now, let's go somewhere. Let me take you somewhere. I love to watch a British show uh, of inventions. I'm a National Geographic guy. I like to see how things are made. And um, one of the shows that we, we, we like watching is the factory show, where they show you how things are made from, from beginning to end. And um, one of the things that I have seen is uh, the manufacturing of cell phones. Uh, how many of us have cell phones today? <laughs> Almost all of us, eh? Uh, I remember one time using a brick. It was called the, what was it called? The Nokia. You know those Nokias? They, they look like a brick, you know. But back then, you know, people would be walking with them. And they will be answering their phone. And they will hold it. Also with a long antenna there. Hey? But now we're in 2023. And we have the iPhones. Oh, yeah. The iPhones. Beautiful phones. They, they function differently. And they are, they are magnificent. When, the, when you use them in the right ways, they're just amazing. But an idea is conceived in a, in a boardroom and, and, and the meetings. And after, after that, various options are passed on to, to a research team and a development team. And say, oh, we want to make a, a, a phone. This is how it's going to be looking like. Then after that, they have the software installation. You know, the team, you know, they, they actually put breath or life into that handset. You know, they, 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 they test the software, they test the hardware, the quality performance, and, and other parameters. All of those small little things. You know, they, much into detail, they put everything together to make this beautiful phone. And there's mass production. And most, the information is leaked most of the times. You hear, oh, there's a new something. That is coming out. It's not yet out, but it's, you know, it's something that they always do. Put it out there. There is something that is coming. And everyone is excited. And they are wanting, some of them will start lining up for this beautiful phone. And then there is the packaging. And then the image. And then it's distributed. There's shipments to, to retailers and distributors across the globe. And in that phone comes a small, beautiful book. It's normally white. And, 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 and it has the, the, the guarantee and the warranty. And it comes in a small, nice box with the phone together. 
I must admit that for me, I've never really read the whole warranty and the guarantee of that book. I just take that phone, okay, English, yes. Connect to internet, yes. And then, oh, beautiful. Then I start using the phone. So recently, my phone hasn't been functioning well. I wondered, what's happening? So I'm telling my wife, this phone keeps on shutting on and off, on and off. What's happening with this phone? And she looks at me, she says, I don't know, maybe you need to return it back. Wise advice. I'll return it back, okay? So now I'm contemplating, I need to return it back. I need to return it back. Then I look at that small little warranty guarantee book. I open it and then I see, oh, you have to update this and that. So I go back Then I updated something and that phone has never given me any issues. Most of us are functioning at 4% rather than 10%. Why? Because we haven't read. No, not this one. The manual. Most of us are limited in what God has put in us. Listen, in 139, Psalms 139, he says, he knitted you. He put you together. All those different software and hardwares and everything was put together so that we can function and fulfill God's purpose. After he did that, he said, now I'm releasing you to the world so that you can make a mark for me. And after he released us, he even says, it comes with a manual. Hallelujah. It comes with a manual. The warranty and the guarantee, wow, go. And then sometimes when we face trouble or sometimes when we are experiencing different things that we cannot comprehend, we are like confused. What can I do? What can I do? And God is saying, go back to the manual. Sometimes when you are sick and you don't even know what to do, he's saying, go back to the manual. Sometimes we have glitches, we put on, we go on, we go off, we are just scrambling. The screen is not showing well. Everything is not functioning well. And the Lord is saying, go back to the manual. Do you know the potential that you have in Christ? God released you. You see, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. From Jeremiah, you know, most, there might be theologians and uh, men who studied the word. <laughs> they might be watching this to see, okay, how is he going to say this? Because we say it differently. You know, we always say, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a, what, a hope in the future, but not to harm you. 
We will always apply that for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But you know what? Application to this verse for us is it is glorious, very glorious, but it is indirect. It was not originally written for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm now scaring people now. I'm not going to use that again. It was not originally written for us, but to a particular group of people living in a particular place at a particular time. Because Jeremiah spoke these words to the Jews who had been living under Egyptian and the Babylonian domination before eventually being carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Because there was a prophet, those fake prophets, who was saying, ah, in just two years, prophet Hananiah said, in just two years, ah, everything is going to be good. You're going to be out of all of this. But God said to Jeremiah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Tell the people, live in that land, stay there, marry, you know, <laughs> open up businesses because you'll be here for the next 70 years. Then it goes, for I know the plans I have for you. So we can apply it. The application in this verse for us, it is so glorious. I love it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. He knows the plans he has for you. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He put you together and he put all those different things so that when you are ready, he says, come on, now I release you into the world. Go and make a difference and live your life for me. He already has a plan. He knows the future. Because I love it when he said, let us make men in Genesis 1.26. Let me do justice to the verse. 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make men in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. We were made in the image of God. Like that cell phone that was put together in that factory. But the Jehovah Manufacturing Company says, let us make men in our image. And they have already put all the things that you need so that you are able to get out. You need healing. You have everything within you. So some, right now I'm speaking of healing. Uh, a, a few months ago, after traveling a long distance, I had a few blood clots. Uh, they call them DVTs. And uh, I, I didn't know the severity of the issue. So I, I, in my head, I just say, ah, yeah, 
it's okay, it's, it's going to be healed. You know, I was in that space that it's, it's going to be healed, it's, it's good. But, but then again, you know what the devil does? He comes in and he gives you Dr. Google. Dr. Google, then you look in Dr. Google, Dr. Google tells you that, oh boy, you're about to die. These are good things, but there are also sometimes bad things. I said, you're about to die. I said, whoa. What? So hours and hours and hours I would spend looking. DVT, what does it do? Then you hear about aneurysm. What is that? That's a new word for me. What is aneurysm? And then this brain, brain something. What is this? Hours and hours and hours. And guess what? I've done nothing but just to depress myself. Nothing at all. Just depression after depression. And I would go and I said, maybe Google is not good. Let me go to Chrome. Chrome said the very same thing. I said, hi, man, I'm about to die. I start looking and looking at my wife. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to leave my wife. I'm going to... All that faith gone in just a few seconds. The devil is a liar. He wants to misdirect you, to put you in a different path so that you don't see the wonder-working God, the miracle-working God, the powerful God, the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega, the, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He doesn't want you to experience him. He wants you to live in fear. And when we live in fear, we are not able to do what God wants us to do. But be bold, be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. You can walk knowing that he is by your side. There's a song that we sing, you know, that the spirit of God oh, is upon me. The devil knows that I am a winner. Not a winner like those winners, no. I am a winner. He knows that. So he's trying by all means. So you might be facing different issues within your lives. You might be facing marital problems. I was talking to my um, father-in-love and mother-in-love yesterday, and, and they have been married for 62 years. 62 years. And I said, whoa. So I'm talking to them. I'm saying, do you know what example you are to me? When we stand and we say, I do. And we, we stand there and, and say, oh, in sickness and in health, till death do us part, I do. You are a living example. And she looks at me, she says, it hasn't been easy but I made a vow and I'm keeping it. Hallelujah. You might be going through marital problems. 
you might be having an issue medically. And the devil is lying. Keeps on scratching and saying, hey, no, no, no. They cannot heal that. The doctors might have told you that, oh, no, 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 no. There is no cure for this disease. You have to live like this the rest of your life. But isn't it wonderful that we, we serve the, the, the chief physician? Isn't it wonderful that he just says, come all you who are heavily burdened. Isn't he, doesn't he say, come to me and I will give you rest? Doesn't he you say, you do not have because you do not ask. Ask in my name and I will give you. He has opened his arms and he's saying, come, let me take care of this. Any situation that you might be facing, God is bigger than that situation. Because he is God. We serve a very big God. He's always by your side. So if you don't know him, if you don't know this Jesus that we're talking about, <laughs> that is the Jesus that lives here in Aurora. That is the Jesus that, that heals you. That is the Jesus that provides for you. That is the Jesus that right now you are breathing and you are thinking, how am I still walking? That is that Jesus that makes it possible. And I'm inviting you might be watching. There's people watching, right? Yes, you might be watching. Jesus. Jesus is the king. Jesus is the answer. Jesus can make a way where there seems to be no way. When we are confused and we think we cannot get through it, he makes the way. Jesus. Lover of our souls. Jesus, our enabler. Jesus, our comforter. Jesus, our healer. He is king. So friends, Bazalwan, let him drive. Let him drive. The community here, it's a beautiful community. I love it because, see, when I'm looking right now, I'm seeing different peoples from different nations. <laughs> God is bringing people to us right on our doorsteps. And we have the opportunity to speak Jesus in their lives. Maybe those, some of those people will go back to their home country and when they go back, we want them to go with Jesus in their hearts. So, this is a wonderful opportunity in Canada. Beautiful nation. Different peoples. And we have the opportunity to let God drive us so that we can speak him to other people. Let the Holy Spirit guide you to speak Jesus in people's lives so that he can come early 
my daughter always say, ah, daddy, we need to go more into these unreached people groups so that Jesus can come quickly. Isn't it wonderful? We thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor and all the glory. Whatever you are doing in South Africa, may you drive it. Whatever you are doing here in Aurora, Lord, may you drive it. We bring your church to your hands. May you take control of every situation, every family member represented here. Those who might be watching, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you will direct every step, that you will build a hedge of protection around them, that you will bless them and bless them abundantly. Lord, that you will clear the way and go before them. Lord, we thank you and we give you all honor and all glory. May this church become a beacon of hope, not only here in Aurora, not only in Richmond, but in the outer spaces, Lord, here in Canada, that they will testify that surely the King of Kings lives here. So, Lord, we invite you. Lord, we invite you in this place. May you drive. May you take control. May all honor and all glory be given to you because it's all about you and it's not about us. So thank you, mighty. For those, Lord, who are not feeling well, those who are facing various troubles, Lord, I pray for healing. For we, by your stripes, we are healed. You do not have because you do not ask. Ask in my name and I will give you. We ask for healing, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask, mighty, that you will just comfort those who are going through a difficult time right now. That you will be present for them. That we will always know, Lord, when everything is not functioning well, that we can go back to you. Because you love us. And you want good things for us because you are a good, good father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Aurora Cornerstone podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more information about our church and our ministries, visit auroracornerstone.ca.